and welcome to the 41st roundup of the PPC chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. Um, I'm your host, Anu, and I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, it's Microsoft Excel. So yeah, if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle MindSwan PPC. So that's M-I-N-D-S-W-A-N PPC. Um, and I do love um, getting in touch, especially with starters in the industry, account execs who are trying to figure out, um, you know, new tips uh, of, of getting through the industry on best ways to um, progress in the industry. So yeah, if you want to talk about that, let me know. Um, and yeah, I'll be happy to get in touch. So yeah, um, in this episode, we have um, Julie Bicini taking the helm again, off the back of um, Google Ads sending emails about them working on accounts. So the title of our topic is going to be about, um, yeah, Google automation, um, the good, bad, and the frustrating. I'm sure you recognize such a, um, a title because we had one similarly um, recently. I, I believe that was, was about Google Analytics attribution. I think it was about attribution. Anyway, so, but before we got into that, we did like a nice little intro where she asked about our favorite season. Mine definitely summer, so I am not liking this winter weather. So we've got several people on the same wavelength, Amalia, Elevated Marketing, Elsie Chase, and um, yeah, and several other people. Um, yeah, well, Kirk Williams seems to like spring, so that's coming on very soon. Anyway, so... Julie, I start with our first question saying, what, if anything, are you currently using automation for in your PPC work? Um, and so, yeah, we've got Kirk Williams replying saying we primarily we primarily use automation for bidding alerts, enabling pausing entities based on budgets assistance in IDing key focus points of an account for us to investigate. Amali replies, we use it for use it for bidding strategies in ads. We have scripts that run for bids, scripts for other things as well, and then we use automation to identify errors like ads not serving or landing pages down. Um, we've got um, Jason Stinnett saying that he, he loves spring, beating fall. Um, Dogar Thomas replies to question one, saying budget control, time-based bid increases, um, um, middle funnel-based bid management. Dwayne Brown replies to question one, saying all our reporting is automated. We use auto-bidding when it makes sense for a client. We also have a few scripts running in the background of e-com accounts to look at negative keywords, competitors, and other bids around each client. We then have um, Julie Bicini replying to question one, saying, I only use it for littler stuff, alerts, if something is amiss and some bidding, unless you count all the stuff that Facebook automatically does for you. Um, Kurt Henninger replies to question one, saying, scripts for bidding, problem alerts, budget management, and search query mining. Robert Brady replies, bidding some scripts, budgets, um, L. L. Chase replies to question one saying scripts and I use automated reporting as I can build out the reporting schedule. 
um, Eric Farmer says reporting and bidding. Um, I also reply in terms of, um, you know, the current clients I'm working with saying currently quality score tracking, doing negative management for shopping campaigns, negative conflicts and finding account anomalies. Um, we also definitely do use um, reporting, which is all automated with web queries and plugins into our data studio. Um, Jason Stinnett replies to question one saying bids and budgets, both platform and third party tools, the data gathering part of reporting. Amali replies to question one saying, I guess the majority of reporting as well. We write custom parts of our reports, but the metrics and calculations are automated. Kurt Henninger replies to, um, yeah, there's another second part two to his um, answer to question one saying, recently started using scripts in combo with Google Sheets. Um, for bid changes across multiple accounts at a time. Elevated Marketing replies to question one, so we currently only use it for smaller things. We'd love to hear some success stories with bidding strategies. We had a bad experience on a couple accounts and have never went back down that road. Has it improved? Amit Cabra replies to question one saying we use scripts to identify accounts that need a bit of help and find links that may be broken, budget controls, also some bidding strategies, but it depends on the client. Um, and Julie comes in with question two saying, where and how is automation working really well for you? But before we get into that, Amalia continues with answer to question one saying, my favorite is a script that changes bids for, for finance clients based on what currencies are trading at. Ooh, I geek out. That one could be a really good script because I might be working for a finance company very soon. So I'm going to make a note of that. You see, that's what this community is great for ideas and new strategies. Um, Dwayne Brown replies to question two saying reporting 100% with super metrics. That's a handle, super metrics is working as a script. Bidding can be hit or miss with clients, but that is expected. Um, and then to answer question two, I said definitely our reporting. It's pretty much an auto update system, tables, graphs, and every other aspect. Um, John Kagan replies to question one since multiple bid strategies via our bid management platform and some UI strategies. Um, we've got Emma Franks going up there, jumping in late again when I'm here. Um, to answer question one, she says primarily using automated bid rules, a few scripts, smart bidding, where it's being tested and won, and super metrics for an automated reporting um kirk williams replies to question two saying a non-actionable answer working the best when i uh, when it assists us in our management so when it solves an easily repeatable task to allow us to focus better on strategy and bigger pick management assisting us with automatically enabling or pausing ads for testing um john kagan replies to question two saying we have a lot of time of day conditional asset Asset deployment saves us all time, all kinds of time. Amala replies to question two saying, I mean, it keeps Google happy if we use their automated bidding. And after testing, some of it has actually worked quite well with scripts. It allows us to manage large inventories or complex changes easily. Um, Amit Cabra replies to question two saying, I really like the script that identifies the accounts that are in a bit of trouble. It's nice to know where to zero in versus spending the time trying to figure it out on your own. Yes, that's a great one. Like, like similar to um, yeah, the account anomaly script that we use. And then we've got Robert Brady replying to question two, saying I've got a script that stops Google from overspending my daily budget by two times. It's so nice to have. 
and I am so going to be hunting down Robert Brady for that script. Um, okay, and then we've got Jason Stinnett replying to question two, saying automation frees up a lot of the time historically spent micromanaging. Micromanagement does produce long-term gains, but if that's all you spend time on, then you're not growing as much as you could. That is very true. Um, and then we've got Josh Kelson replying to question two, saying um, bidding and reporting allows my team to focus on strategy and content also allows for deeper analysis that is not fully automated. Um, and he replied to Amit Cabra where Amit had said, I really like the script that identifies the accounts that are in a bit of trouble. Julie replies to that, is there a specific script you use for this? What does it tell you? Um, Amit Cabra says there's a few, the weekly ones let me know um, how accounts have been doing over the last seven days and 30 days along with a, a, a sorry over the last seven days and 30 days along with another that tells me which ad groups have been declining in performance then i have a daily script that tells me if an account isn't behaving normally okay i'm definitely going to be looking into that as well similar to what we do with our scripts but i want to confirm that not, none of those bits are missing um, and then we've got Jilly Prater replying to question two, saying pretty much all of my Facebook campaigns are automated. Um, Kirk Williams gives a, gives a part two to question two to answer his answer to, uh, to two, saying another example is using automation for report building so we can spend our times during reporting weak communicating key takeaways and digging into noticeable discrepancies rather than pulling KPIs. Um, Julie Puccini replies to question three saying, where is automation not working really well for you? Why do you think it's not working as well as it could or should? The frustrations questions is coming next. Um, and then, yeah, he continues. Kirk Williams reply continues with his part two to question two, where he says that um, another example is using automation for report building so we can spend our time during reporting week, communicating key takeaways. He then continues saying we don't turn reporting completely over to automation we use it to compile everything and then we take that time it's saved and invest in monthly deep account looks and communication with clients julie piccini replies to um price to that saying i love this approach using automation to allow us to spend time where we are most useful doing things the machine cannot yes that is so true as well as josh kelson replying to that saying um i agree i said agree the high level reporting can be automated but in an effort to allow my team me or my team to deep dive and then yeah we've got um julie bicini saying side by share fyi if you're running google grants accounts then there's a comment there saying are you a non-profit running a google grants account save your grants account from suspension with this script it hunts down keywords with ctrs less than five percent and quality score less than three that allows you to yeah um make sure that you improve on them so that you don't get suspended so yeah i'll share that script with you guys definitely love sharing a good script amala replies to question three saying it doesn't work well where you need nuanced changes to happen at an overview strategy long-term level or in industries where what is typically good performance is not good and actually jeopardizes the client relationship Dwayne brown replies to question three saying bidding of course a lot of one size fits all data doesn't work across all accounts like smart goals in ga nice idea in theory not really um, Emma Franks replies to question two, saying that basically an echo of um, answer one, we use it where it's working well. More generally, automated bidding for search works well when there's good data and or trends that can be identified. 
Facebook automation, although there isn't much alternative, is also pretty reliable for me. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Kirk Williams replying to question three, saying, I'm still unconvinced about pure automation in bidding yet. My reasoning being the data we use um, is the issue, not the algorithms. If we can't give accurate, accurate attributed data to the machine, then we can't expect it to automate well, and attribution is still a mess. Totally agree. And Josh Kelton, uh, yeah, continues with that saying, crap in, crap out. Good data is a must. Even in manual bidding, though, good data is a must. Intuition about what is going on is mis misleading. Usually someone is re referencing the truth from somewhere. Disconnect of being able to get that data into a system, and that is the killer. Um, Alchez replies to that saying, exactly. I believe they will get there, but for now, it is still in the infancy stage. Then also agree we can focus on the creative and strategy versus the other tasks. Desai Bavesh, Bavesh replies saying, I was on manual CPC and accept, accepted CPA auto bids options. After 60 days, comparison CPA was expensive, so I returned to manual bidding, having to check and verify if automation works. Keep it. Um, league of advertising. If we all end up auto bidding, are we not giving Google the power to upspend across the board without due checks? So yeah, that could actually be um, a worry for some people. I mean, Cabra replies to question three saying we don't use it very heavily right now. So I'd say we're pretty happy with it. Bidding is a bit wonky sometimes, but that's expected. L Chase replies to question three saying the automated bidding has not been doing better than manual yet within GA. I keep testing it and the Google reps keep pushing it, but still just not even close. JD Prater replies to question three saying it's not working well with limited volume accounts. Algos need data to perform better. So algos as in algorithms. Um, yeah, just Josh Kelson replies to question three saying actually pretty happy with it. Most of the repetitive tasks I've been able to automate even negative fencing analysis. Don't use Google for automated bidding. Use another tool. No plug. And I have been happy with results. Um, and then we've got Emma Franks replying to question three saying doesn't work well when traffic engagement fluctuates um, frequently or even traffic or conversion volume is low. Insufficient or low quality data is basically my number one nemesis when it comes to automation. Julie Bicini replies to question four saying what is your biggest frustration with automation in PPC? Um, before we get into those uh, rants, which I'm sure there'll be plenty of, Matt, um, Valen Code um, replies to question three, saying bid management with split tested auto bid um, target CPA specifically versus manual bids over and over with same result each time manual uh, outperforms and it's generally not close. Jason Stinnett replies to question three as well, saying automation doesn't always do things the way I would have them done. It's presented as hands-off, but you have to reinvest some time savings in oversight and skepticism. And in some cases, just accept that, that there are multiple ways to achieve your goals. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Eltis replying to um, Kurt Henninger where um, Kurt had said, yes, we keep testing and it fails 90% of the time to beat manual. And that's te the testing of GA and the fact that doing manual um, 
yeah, manual doesn't, yeah, manual is m much better than actually doing any t any of the automated bidding. Um, else Chase replies to that, yeah, I do believe it will get there, but for now, it does not do better in most cases. Also, heaven forbid the web team makes a change on the site and conversion tracking drops for a week. That will throw off your data and the AI quick. Um, Kurt replies to that, agreed or a big spike in volume. It needs steady state and lots of volume to work. It will get there some day. Um, we've got John Kagan replied to question three, saying despite the push by Google, automation in grants is a bit worthless there. In addition, automation in GDN gets me traffic but throws quality out the window. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, yeah J.D. Prater replying to um, Elevated Marketing, where Elevated had said, super interesting, I feel like we spend four times the amount of work in Facebook due to how finicky Facebook results are. And that in reply to J.D. saying, pretty much all of his Facebook campaigns are automated. J.D. replies to that saying, my audiences are automated. Um, that's um, lookalike audiences. Bidding is automated. CPA and ad creative testing is automated with dynamic ads. I'm only good for the inputs. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Dwayne Brown being first to get in on question four. Replying to question four, saying vendors who take a one-size-fits-all approach or have super biased data being used to figure bits out. Um, we've got James Verboda replying to question three, saying echoing all bidding's responses, learned in 2018 that one PPC's automated bidding success might not translate into success for you. Must test and adjust. Account structure can affect automated bidding as well that's interesting interesting note to make um and then yeah we've got um and then john kagan comes in with his answer to question four saying um the the inability to look at bigger macro factors i.e being in the news and adjusting in real time for it um jd prater replies to question four saying ppc is not taking advantage of it yes that is very true on the flip side i don't like ad platforms forcing it off Forcing it on us. Yep, definitely. Um, Emma Franks then goes um, more specifically, and I believe this is her continuation to answer to question three, where she goes, doesn't work well when traffic or engagement fluctuates frequently, when traffic or conversion volume is low. Um, he will continue saying more specifically, smart bidding, especially target CPA, struggles to optimize effectively with little or poor data, limits ad delivery, automated bid rules, and even smart bidding don't do well in markets where competitors are also largely automated, just drives up CPC. So you guys might want to keep that in mind. Amalia then replies to question four saying a low volume situation, it doesn't work or makes sense. Amalia replies then continues with her answer to question four saying it also feels like a one size fits all approach and Google keeps encouraging small businesses to just use smart campaigns or let them manage their accounts for them and that in my mind is irresponsible. We then have Raw Digital coming in and apologize for coming in late there and um, saying, uh, given the answer to question one, saying we use automation for keeping track of quality scores, bid optimizations, where it fits to keep track of what, which ads or ad copies resonating with the audiences and so on. Julie comes in with her answer to question four saying, the we know best attitude shown by platforms when it comes to automation or applying machine learning. If you don't have all the data I do, then you cannot possibly know best. Smaller gripe, but Google Ads rotate evenly option does no such thing. Yeah, interesting. I'll be looking at the data for that. James Verboda replies to question four saying automation tends to be a my way or the highway situation more than 
not or all or nothing, either way, campaigns, ad groups, keywords, locations, etc., are all nuanced. Automation needs to be adjusted for each influence, not all in batched form. L Chase replies to question four, saying, honestly, probably Google pushing the AI like it is already the best thing ever. I believe in testing constantly, and I do believe it will get there, but look at the data, what you, um, look at the data, what you want to see. Um, Emma Franks replies to questions, um, replies to JD Pratter, where JD had said, my audiences are automated, bidding is automated and ad creative testing is automated with dynamic ads. So that is in the discussion about the whole fact that his Facebook campaigns are all automated. Um, he, um, Emma Franks replies this hundred percent, as long as the lookalike seed is high quality, this approach has generated the most success for us in Facebook prospecting and remarketing campaigns. Lee Jen, Matt Valencourt um, replies to question four saying bid automation target CPA has consistently underperformed versus manual. We've tested over and over, same results so far. Would love to save time for other tasks by letting the system automate bids, but the data so far says no. So yeah, I know it's it might be easy for us to get into bid management um, tools, and I'm guilty of that. You know, I, my manager recently was like, yeah, can we turn off, um, you know, bid strategies? And I just didn't understand why. We want, They wanted us to spend a lot more. But it looks like from testing that, yeah, actually doing manual could be a good way to go. So just look at your data about that. Raw Digital replies to question two saying we find that automation works very well to keep to help keep up to date within all accounts, especially when reporting. And um, yeah, we've got Andrew uh, McGarry replying to question three saying at recent hero conference in London, the head of the, one of the UK's biggest PPC agency joked, shame on you if you're bidding manually. Yep, he has a point, but training the bid rules is harder than it looks. Audiences are critical. You have a layer in, you have to layer in a lot. Um, he continues saying, I recommend mapping out different rules for different stages of data. With more data and audiences, you can definitely move along from eCPC to target CPC to target ROAS. As an eCPC, I meant enhanced CPC. Um, and use max clicks if you need a short-term fix. Um, the hardest part of PPC in 2019 is the word vomit. All that extra text, site links, call-outs, structured snippets, call and promotion stuff is just one way, one way to brand death if not managed carefully, depending on what you're advertising, of course. Yeah, that's a nice detailed um, answer about bidding and how we should approach it. And I definitely think we should, it's, that's worth paying attention to. Um, Emma Franks then replies to um, um, Julie Buccini's um, answer to question four, where she said the we know best attitude shown by platforms when it comes to automation. Um, and yeah, and the fact that we'll take evenly doesn't work. Um, Emma replies to that. I had a Google rep explain this to me a year ago year or so ago when they updated the rotation options rotate evenly doesn't mean equal delivery only rotated entry into auctions poorer ads lose more auctions because lower expected ctr or quality score and thus have lower impression volume okay so yeah if you guys are seeing that issue with um rotating evenly that could be the reason why it doesn't the data doesn't match what you expect rotate evenly to match. 
Um, Julia Bricini replies to question. Um, Julia Bricini comes in with um, question five, um, saying, "I know this question will elicit a lot of answers in light of Google Ads' new initiative to start doing things in accounts behind the scenes automatically unless you opt out. What would you like them to? What would you like to tell them?" as PPC professionals. Now, because I was busy doing with audits, I didn't answer a lot of questions, but I definitely had time to answer this one. Um, but yeah, before we get into that, for answer to question four, Josh Kellen goes, for the system I use, I would love some alerts for anomaly detection. Have anomaly detection already, but not an alert that goes out via email. Have to log in, find it manually. Emma Franks replies to question four, saying lack of transparency into what's working and what isn't. Facebook in particular is disappointing here. I love the XYZ combination of audiences targeting creative works well, but it's nearly impossible to know why it's working. So yeah, we've got um, yeah um, Eric Farmer replying to um, question five, the first <laughs> very, very decisive um, comment from one of the PPC, ex PPC experts, PPC professionals as well, going, stay in your lane, Google, that's in all caps. Amit Cabra replies such a comment as well, saying, don't touch my accounts. Um, so yeah, so everybody's like, in case you're not aware, this is what I'm referring to in question five. Um, yeah, and so that's in terms of the big question, and I'm going to give the link to that new alert as to the fact that Google is going to be emailing people and telling them that they might be hand handling campaign management. Um, and then, yeah, we've got uh, Matt Vilencourt replied, will this be as effective as enhanced campaigns? So um, in reply to what we'd like to tell them in light of the new update, Matt goes, will this be as effective as enhanced campaigns? And then Elevated Marketing um, replies to question five, saying the biggest part of this latest communication is that Google will offer adjustments if their recommendations don't improve results. How do you compete with that? Um, we've got James Verboda replying to question five, saying first, hands off. <laughs> Second, since number one is unlikely, provide controls for each area for accounts to opt in and opt out without it being an all in or nothing scenario. Uh, we've got um, Amalia replying to question five. So I forgot the hashtag PPC chat on the last tweet um, I posted. I'm so aggravated by this idea. Oh, yeah, because of that, because you didn't reply to that, Amalia. I'm not sure what your answer was that for that, but I imagine it was a, you know, stay off, stay away from the account comment. Um, Emma Franks replies to question five saying, I said that best practices are normally distributed just because something tends to work across thousands of accounts of accounts doesn't mean it should be universally applied. Talk to the account owner to understand their goals and past learnings first. Um, and so yeah, my, my own answer to this question was no, 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 just no, you know, consult me before making any change and actually allowing me to say no to changes that I don't want. So it's not just me going no to everything and no to, to improvement. It's allow me to say no to, to things I want. Sure, it might be a good reason for to implement something, but I want the option to say no to things that I feel that won't be right for my account. Matt Valencourt replies, please opt us out as well. Um, Julie Bicini replies to question five saying there should be, absolutely be 
an opt-in choice. You're talking about changing account settings, anything but budget as I understand it, and also completely absolving yourself of any resulting negative outcomes. Can't have it both ways. El Chase replies to question five saying hard to word, but stay away from my accounts. Yep. That's the general response here. Also, they are showing they do not really care about agency partners, especially if they can take things over and make more money, not for the client, but for Google. Um, Eric Farmer then replies to, yeah, um, to um, Emma Franks, um, where Emma said, I said that best practices are normally distributed, but just because something tends to work across loads of accounts doesn't mean it should be universally applied. Eric replies, 100%, our goal isn't always to spend more money, and that was in all caps. Um, and yeah, we've continued with John Kagan replying to question five, saying that your team knows more than people who know nothing about search, but for the most part, your team really doesn't know what they are doing other than to encourage spend. Yep, very true. Amali then gives answers to question five, saying, speaking of, Google just called me and it's not a member of my agent team. Oh, interesting. Um, Steve Hammer replies to question five, saying, agencies aren't the enemy. They are your biggest advocate. Agencies work to make clients happy, full stop. You can freaking live without the little bit of margin that we do make, and it likely makes you better too. Yep, and Julie replies to that, preach it. Uh, Max Media comes in with their answers to all our questions so far. To one, they say we currently automate our bidding strategies, and that's about it. To two, they said, as mentioned in question one, the automated bidding is working well, and one less thing to worry about with managing a client with six accounts. To question three, they say we tried some automated Facebook campaigns last year, but were frustrated with the daytime parting setup. Um, to four, they say apart from our eighth um, answer to question three answer, not much comes to mind currently. To five, they go, what changes Google is making and why should we, why would be wonderful? Um, we recently spoke with a Google ads rep for one of our PPC clients and discussed changes to bid strategies and distribute and attribution, which we've moved to enact. That is, was fine. Google doing it for us. Nope. Yep. Um, and in reply to um, Emma Franks as well, um, where Emma said, I said that best practices are normally distributed, etc. Jason replies, yes, though the driving force is improving the median across the entire ecosystem and improving low performing outliers. And from that perspective, I do think they have a pragmatic approach and will be successful. Mm, interesting point of view. Robert Brady replies to question five saying how many people approve the opt-out angle because every one of them needs to be reprimanded not fired. <laughs> Automatically opting in a user to such an intrusive service is a terrible customer service. Um, customer experience even. Um, yeah, so we've got Steve Hammer doing a part two to his answer question five saying, and until you can tell a dog from a muffin and the different intent between chocolate milk and milk chocolate, <laughs> you might be rushing AI thing a bit. That's very true. And in reply to um, Robert Brady, where, um, uh, yeah, in reply to Robert Brady, where Robert had said how many people approve the opt-out angle, opt-out angle, automatically opting in a user to such an intrusive service is a terrible customer experience. Jedi replies, yeah, I'm wondering how this passed legal. El Chase replied, with all the legal actions against big tech companies, you will think it would be opt-in and not opt-out. Yeah, especially for the fact 
that Google has a 40 million, 40 plus million, um, yeah, lawsuits sitting on their desks right this moment, um, about GDPR. Anyway, so, um, Matt Valencourt replies to, um, LJ Scone, e-commerce firms with complex account structures seem particularly vulnerable. Hopefully everyone opts out in time. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, Julie Puccini going and replying to um, Steve Hammer where Steve has said until you can tell a dog from a muffin and the different intent between chocolate milk and milk chocolate you might be rushing the eye thing a bit um, Julie Puccini replied you're on fire today my friend <laughs> and so Julie Puccini then continues on with question six saying what areas um, do you wish that platforms would do better with automations what would be most helpful to you um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Emma Franks going tangential, but this is the best and worst part about doing PPC full-time and participating in knowledge-sharing ecosystem, in my opinion. By the time an innovative approach hits late majority, it's probably probably not the best anymore. And that's a reply to JD Pratter saying, best practices aren't the newest information. They're already outdated by the time you present them. And in answer to question six, we've got Steve Hammer um, going, make it less intimidating. It's either black box or code required. Trust is that what we know, um, trust is that what we know our brands and make the tools reflect that. See Blockly for an example for easier coding. Um, and to answer question six, Julie goes, be more transparent about how the automation is working. Automation's goal should not be to obfuscate but to illuminate, obfuscate, that is a new word that I have never heard used, obfuscate, I'm going to try and use that in a sentence soon. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've then got um, L Chase replying to question six, saying, um, I know there's always a secret source, but if they could be more transparent somehow, agency community could even help with making it better. If AI bidding gets better, we can do more for our clients with strategy and creative. Matt Valen Court replies to question six, saying bid management for sure. Majority of split testing indicates the system's favor, driving up the price points to capture more volume and spend more even if you layer, layer in efficiency targets same issues for publishers platforms and third party alike um we've got an answer to question six marks media going showing what the platform has been learning from the automation and providing some guidance could be useful emma franks replies to question six saying haven't fully fleshed out this thought but some kind of quality score for conversion data would be cool not sure how that would play out but some kind of warning if an advertiser tries to test automate autom automation but your data isn't good in reply to question six i mean cabra goes transparency is how automation actually works would be great um so that's transparency in how automation actually works would be great i'd love to learn more and maybe be helped to improve it um and then we go to question seven julie Bicini goes what areas do you wish that platform would stay away from when it comes to automation so it's seeming yeah not not bidding i'll say bidding is fine add copy creation don't create my auto create ad copies for me um i didn't have a chance to to add that before but yeah google announced at some point that it could test adding ad copies i don't want that um the whole close variant, yep, stay away from that. All that intense stuff. We know the intent of our 
our customers more than they do. They do a lot of the time, I definitely believe. And then we've got um, El Chase going, um, um, this is a trick question. <laughs> and he does a winky face there saying, please stay away from automated opt-ins. Yes, definitely. James Verbode replies to question seven saying automation based on low volume and incomplete data sets. Too often I've seen automation get too aggressive on too few clicks or impressions. Yeah, that's true. Um, Gil, Yang Hong, Gil Hong even replies to question seven saying anything related to creative and copy generation. Please do not scrape images off an old or auto-generate text that is potential potentially out of compliance or false. Yeah, that's true. As I said earlier on, um, Emma Franks replies to question seven saying targeting and for the most part, um, creative, I mean, dynamic creative that just rotates through combinations we defined are good, but don't let AI write copy. There's too much humanity required in effective marketing to let this fall to automation. Um, Julie Bicini replies again, I'm not saying Google is inherently out to screw up over customers, but the truth is they only need advertisers to be satisfied enough to not stop advertising. I would probably, I would probably feel better about these offerings if advice from Google I've seen over the years was better. To question six, John Hagen, John Kagan replies, lay out all the scenarios that could happen. Like, yes, you'll show in number one, but CPC will rise and click volume will reduce. Uh, to question seven, and John Kagan replies, the subtle implying of things can be slow, solely automated and not need human oversight. Um, Steve Hammer replies, add writing on any form. The best copy isn't apparent. AI would never invent, just do it. True. That's a very good comment there. Matt Vale in the court replies to question seven. Can rotate evenly, just rotate evenly in perpetuity. Please, I need even splits to justify test results with stakeholders. Um, and Gil Hong replies to, um, continues with question seven, saying, um, also wanted to toss in automation of assigning search partner traffic. Not all search partners are the same, nor do they showcase the same intent or position in the customer journey. L Chase replies to um, Kirk Williams saying, I agree, do not believe there is foul play. Their old mantra, do no evil. They just need that empathy at the table with them, emotional intelligence. Sometimes it is hard to look past the revenue potential into the other aspects of the effects of programs. So yeah, we've got a lot of thought processes there about what we like about automation, what we don't like about automation, what we'd start like Google's to stop um, doing, which is a lot, especially the whole auto opt-in. Um, did you agree with um, those comments? Did you not agree with them? Do you like the fact that Google could be taking more control of our accounts? You know, don't be... Don't be put off if your if your thoughts are a little bit controversial. So that's absolutely fine. So yeah, Julie signs off saying thank you for a fantastic chat today. Looks like I'll be hosting next week again as usual. Looking forward to seeing hearing what that topic is going to be. So yeah, I hope you found this talk very useful and took some great takeaways. Um, I'll give be given some of the resources that um all the resources that was provided here. The, the link to the article and um, yeah, some scripts, ideas that was given here. Um, so yeah, if you want to chat about this topic or any other paid media or data analysis solutions, please do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. Um, and remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.